welcome to another episode of Memories and Musings, creative adventures of me, artist Claire Jasmine Beloved, as I wildly wobble through the world. Breaking a spell, jelly swordfish, cute shoes and living the lesbian novel life at the Hotel Vitale. Every day I would promise myself not to eat the $10 bag of juicy jelly swordfish in the mini bar. And every night, sure enough, at about 3am, awake with jet lag, I would eat the bloody jelly swordfish, which incidentally you could purchase around the corner at the cheap grocery store for just a dollar, which I never did. Memories I am realising are strange things captured in taste buds with the sensation of particular foods, feelings in my body like aching sore feet from wearing a particular pair of boots, funny phrases that stick in my mind or a juicy warm breeze on a cold afternoon. All these things take me back and through doorways to beautiful old stories. I was at one time deeply allergic to cats all cats and Mary Corrigan's cat. I had on my second visit to San Francisco been hospitalised with a severe asthma attack, so staying with Mary on visits was not at this time an option. Although a few years later, after a strange witchy intervention, which involved actual cat hair extract in my mouth, while moving my eyes quickly in different directions... I was completely cured of this particular affliction. This opened up the option of actually dating and living with real-life lesbians with cats without dying. A whole new world and visiting 97% of the lesbian population became a possibility. Anyway, I digress deeply and I apologise. So, my creative work had reached a beautiful tipping point and I was earning more than I could ever have dreamed of and saved it up all year so I could come and spend winters in San Francisco. Once, I booked a whole month at this hotel, which felt ridiculously decadent. I travelled alone, had this beautiful stretch of time to rest and do exactly as I pleased and with friends in the city who I could meet up with if I was lonely. This was all my perfect scenario. And so it came to divinely pass that I stayed at the stunning Hotel Vitale over Christmas and the holidays maybe four times in a row. So many of the visits have merged into one section of memory. I have labelled that particular memory file Fabulous Times in Beautiful Hotel San Francisco and decided recently that I should open that memory more often, visit it frequently and roll around in it for as long as possible and create more similar files for future, God forbid, pandemic grounded spells. I had been reading way too many lesbian romance novels, much to my friend's amusement, although straight, gay or any shade in between, they were secretly borrowing them and became hooked on the characters too. They were all set in America and everyone in them said mom a lot. 
somehow the novels and my life merged during these times and I actually became the heroine of this badly written but divinely escapist storyline with at least five books in the series. I had packed the most fabulous suitcase of clothes, which included black leather over-the-knee boots, which were renamed the Mistress Boots by all my friends, Cerise bright round-toed flowery sandals and a fabulous Sex in the City coat. What I loved about the city is that wherever I walked around, people would shout good morning across the road and, Hey, cute shoes! Or, love the coat! Nice bangles, to which I would shout back, cute jumper, nice scarf. I was in my own joy bubble and I loved it. The hotel staff were divine. Mom, it's our job to not only make you happy, but surprise you. We aim to go above and beyond with our experience with you. Nothing is too much trouble. I mean, who the fuck says that to you in your life? No one has ever said that again without a whole load of ties attached to it. One very beautiful staff member called Charles. I mean, how can I remember Charles's name but not remember my neighbour's name when I bump into them in the street? Charles found great pleasure and amusement in upgrading me during the month to different rooms so I could experience all the views of this great city. As I returned from my morning runs, he would shout, Miss Claire, I think we have outdone ourselves today. I think you are going to love this room upgrade and we've already moved all your bags there. I would smile and say, Charles, you're the best and grab the keys in a very uncool manner and run as fast as I could to see where I'd been moved to. Once, Mary and Michelle's daughter, Grace, was with me and we walked in. We both stood open-mouthed at the bedroom and then burst out laughing and finally declared, Jesus loves me, very loudly and did a happy dance at the magical room with a view of the bridge and a bath to die for. Did I mention the stunning woman who worked at the door of the hotel? Well, she was right out of the pages of one of those novels. The uniform, her accent, the gentle daily inquiries. Mom, how's the book coming along? Did I mention I was writing a poetry book at the time? It wasn't a front, although if you read my other blog post, you may be forgiven for thinking that it was just a good line in hotel banter for me. It is safe to say that I was hopelessly, delightfully in love with the whole hotel, with the whole city. I brought the hotel staff daily chocolates, flowers from the farmer's market across the road and wrote the hotel into the poetry acknowledgements and sent them all a copy when it was published. I think you could say it was the best kind of love affair in every way. Breaking the C-word spell. I'd always had a very difficult relationship with Christmas and the holidays. I couldn't do the painful, messy family thing and so I never quite knew what to do with myself and so it became increasingly stressful, loaded and traumatic until I created the perfect San Francisco Christmas Day 
and reframed the fuck out of it all. I had in those years taken up running. Yes, I know. I know it's hard to believe now. So my days would start with 7am runs, heading towards the Golden Gate Bridge, passing little landmarks I made for myself along the waterfront as the sun came up ahead of me over the sea. I had a little soundtrack I listened to on repeat, which still catapults me straight back to those times when I hear it. It was mainly full of longing love songs about how my one was out there and I would find them. Looking back now, I was totally in love with life itself. I wish I could have known then what I know now, that this is on reflection and always is more than enough. So, my dream Christmas day started with a run and sunrise. I came back and ordered the most delicious room service breakfast and then sashayed along to Glide Memorial Service for the most fabulous gospel magic singing, swaying, uplifting joy, where yet again I shouted out loud, Jesus loves me, yes indeed. This was becoming a theme. Then a walk to one of my favourite places, Grace Cathedral. I lit candles for my friends and stood in awe at the reflection of coloured light dancing at the stained glass and I took my boots off and walked the outdoor labyrinth barefoot. I had Christmas dinner in Chinatown and sat on the Vitale roof in the sunshine and read poetry till the sun dipped behind the buildings and then I snuggled in with a movie. San Francisco had delivered my perfect day, doing exactly as I pleased, without feeling all the weight of sadness and loss that had followed me round for so many winters. It broke a spell, and it started a new tradition of enjoying the holidays exactly as I could dream of. I haven't even mentioned the ridiculously delicious ferry building the arts markets, the spa on top of the roof at the Vitale where they run your sunken bath for you and then ring you up when it's ready and how one day a hummingbird joined me in the bath while I sipped a cocktail. I haven't yet mentioned the three Cinderella-like dates I had, the trip to Bear Valley, tea leaf salads at Burma Superstar, hours lost in incredible bookshops the sacred shopping. So much to remember. And I know that maybe you're wondering what happened the year before when I woke up after the storm in Eslin. Onwards. Let's hope there's time to tell it all. You can listen to more musings and episodes and find out what happened next over at my podcast and check out my website www.com clairebeloved.com Thank you